Have you ever struggled to choose a goal or maybe you choose a goal and then as you're thinking about that goal, you think about five, 10, maybe 15 other goals that you want to pursue at the same time because you're on a roll. Let me just say that I've been there and it can be overwhelming and it can also paralyze us from even beginning on a goal because we can't choose a favorite. How do we choose between our health or our faith or our life? Today, we're going to talk about how to choose a goal in a very simple, peaceful, and grace-filled way that can allow you to grow in a number of different areas. So let's get started. Hey, my name is Kat Lee, and you're listening to the Hello Mornings podcast, where my goal is to help you begin and build a peaceful morning routine so that you can have peaceful mornings and purposeful days. Now, each episode of this show is designed to inspire you in one of the three key areas of a great daily routine, God time, plan time, and move time. And if you're not familiar with Hello Mornings, I'd love to invite you to head over to hellomornings.org to download our three-minute morning routine and watch our mini workshop that explains how you can have an amazing morning routine in just three minutes. So if you joined us for last month's podcast, which I definitely recommend you check out, we talked all about personal inventory. And I introduced you to the theme for the year is that we're going to grow together. So there is a different topic that we will cover each and every month. Now, to be clear, I was sick for much, much of February. So today's episode is supposed to be February's. March will be coming out soon. But each one of our monthly topics is going to build on one another so that all together we're going to be covering several topics in the areas of God time, plan time, and move time that are foundational to your growth as a woman of God, as a woman who is intentional with her time, and as a woman who focuses on taking care of the body that God has given her so that she has the energy to do the things that God has called her to do. So last month, we talked about taking a personal inventory, which is essentially the idea that God's created us, all of us, so uniquely. And if we can understand how God made us, we can craft habits and routines and set goals that align with that. Because what motivates one person doesn't motivate another person. What helps one person be consistent won't help another person. And so we need to understand how God designed us and how he made us and work within that so that we can see more growth, so that we can walk in more joy. And then over the course of the rest of the year, each month we'll be covering a different topic. And like I said, they will all build on one another so that we can grow together. So today we're talking about how to choose a goal. Recently, I sent out an email to our readers and I asked, what is your biggest challenge when it comes to setting goals? And overwhelmingly, the biggest response I got was, how do I choose? How do I decide where to start? Because inevitably, it's like peeling back the layers of an onion. Once you decide to set one goal, well, then you think about this other goal that you want to accomplish, and then this other thing or this other area you want to work on or improve. Maybe you want to start reading the Bible more, but then really you also want to start praying more. But then you really need to get healthier, but then you're also not managing your money or your time the way you want to. You want to improve your relationships, and they're all so important, it's hard to pick one place to start. So today we're going to talk about something that I call the domino effect, and it's the idea of choosing a simple goal that will get you started on the path that you want to go on. And 
I think this is really well exemplified in the three-minute morning because I have totally been there. I've wanted to grow in a number of different areas, and I just felt like my life needed a revamp. When I started doing the three-minute morning, I was a young mom. I was overwhelmed with wanting to be the kind of mom that I'd envisioned in my head, and that's not who I was, and I knew I needed to change. I wanted to walk with God more closely, and I knew that I needed Him in order to be a good mom. I couldn't love these children well. I couldn't serve them well. I couldn't understand them well, apart from him. And I also wanted to be a healthy woman. I wanted to grow in in the way that I took care of my body. I wanted to grow as an athlete. But I just didn't have the time to do all of these things. And so I started doing the three-minute morning, which was literally three minutes. And honestly, I had to overcome some perfection issues to do that because I thought three minutes is just not going to cut it. If I want to grow in spending time with God, in planning my day, and in being healthy, I cannot do that in three minutes. But here's the thing. Kind of like a tiny seed is never going to provide shade for an entire house. But if you plant the seed, and you tend to it, it will grow to provide shade for an entire house. And that's really how the domino effect works. That's how the three-minute morning works. It wasn't what I did specifically in that one minute of God time, that one minute of plan time, or that one minute of move time. It was the seeds that I was planting day in and day out because it was doable, because it was a grace-filled way to build a habit because I wasn't overwhelmed, because I was consistent. It planted those seeds day in and day out until I had this orchard of growth in these different areas. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. How can you find a domino goal that's going to help you grow in all the areas of life that you want to grow in? Now, there are definitely times when we want a very specific, very narrow goal that we want to achieve. Say you want to run a marathon. You have to be very specific. You have to be very detailed because that's a really long distance to run. And so you can't just sort of, you know, do a bunch of things. But at the same time, maybe you are in a season of life where you just don't know where to start, where you feel overwhelmed and you just want some change in your life. You want to spend more time with God. You want to be more intentional with your time. You want to make healthier choices. But if you go down each one of those roads, it can feel overwhelming because there are literally millions of resources on Bible study. There are millions of resources on time management and goal setting and all of that productivity stuff. And there are probably trillions of resources on health and fitness. And it can take all of our time, and suddenly we are committing to 90 minutes of Bible study a day. We're doing the, you know, some sort of complicated getting things done time management strategy. We are doing some really big, you know, workout routine that we have to go to the gym, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. And frankly, it's just not sustainable. We as humans are not equipped to make drastic change all at once, unless our circumstances entirely and completely support that. So if you went off to a camp 
where the whole purpose of your entire day structure and all the people surrounding you were to help you to do all these things, then that would be one thing. But friends, we are still living life and making drastic changes in the midst of regular life is really hard to do. But what's easy to do is to plant a simple seed day by day. So if we can lay down our desire for perfection, our desire to do all the things and to do them perfectly, then we're suddenly free to plant those seeds day by day. And if you start with something simple like the three-minute morning, and if you're not familiar with it, let me just give you a little rundown. Uh, The first minute is God time because the most important thing we can do with our day, the most important thing we can do with our time is to spend time with God. And so it is to pray Psalm 143.8, which says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. And it's not as simple just reciting the verse. It's really praying it, contemplating it. Maybe you could even write it out. But really letting it be the cry of your heart for the day. Then the second minute is plan time. So it's just simply sitting there and praying through your calendar for the day. What does that mean? That means, okay, uh, what do I have going on today? Well, I have a haircut appointment at 1230. I have a meeting at one or, you know, I have a meeting at nine, whatever your schedule looks like. I have uh, an event for my kids tonight at 7 p.m. I have to cook dinner at 5 p.m. Thinking through all of the commitments that you have for the day, all of the things that you need to accomplish. And just praying through them, saying, God, okay, my day starts out at 9 a.m. with a meeting. What do you want me to bring to this meeting? How do I need to encourage my coworkers? What wisdom do I need to bring in for the decisions that need to be made in this meeting? Or if, when it comes to dinner time, God, how can I plan a healthy dinner for my family so that we can have energy to do the things you've called us to do? How can I serve my kids today at the play date that we're going to at lunchtime? How can I be a blessing to the other mom that I'm going to meet with? Whatever your schedule looks like, it's simply praying through each item and saying, God, how can I walk with you into this event? And even asking God, do I need to still do this thing? Is this something that you want me to do today? Or is it something that I just threw on my schedule that is not a blessing to me or to anyone? So that's what praying through your calendar looks like. And that's just, it takes a minute. Unless you have a super crazy busy schedule, it doesn't take very long. And then the third minute is move time. And that's just taking 10 deep breaths. It's a very simple thing to do. Physiologically, it's a very powerful thing to do. And the purpose of doing these simple one-minute things is that you are planting seeds in three different areas of your life. You're planting the seed of being a woman who starts her day with God. You're planting the seed of being a woman who is intentional with her time. And you're planting the seed of being a woman who takes care of the body that God has given to her. Now, the beauty of the three-minute morning is that all of these things can be done while you're still in bed. So it's not, you know, getting up and grinding. It is 
having your alarm go off. You can roll over, put the covers over your head, and most alarm clocks are about five minutes. So you have three minutes with a buffer to go through the three-minute morning. And it can just be that jumpstart you need for the day, that planting of seed that I am this kind of woman. This is the kind of person I'm choosing to be today. And then you can get up and you can do whatever else routines that you want. You can dive into deeper Bible study. You can get out your planner and really go through your day with a fine-tooth comb. You can head to the gym, whatever the rest of your day might look like. By doing the three-minute morning, it's something that you can be consistent with regardless of your circumstances. Because you can do it in bed. You can do it when you're sick. You can do it when your kids are sick. You can do it when you're traveling. You can do it no matter how busy you are. And that means that every single day you're planting those seeds of identity. A woman who starts her day with God. A woman who's intentional with her time. And a woman who takes care of the body that God has given her. So that's what the three-minute morning is. And that's a great example of the domino effect. Because by doing this small, simple thing, you are more likely to get up and make wise choices with your time. So if you've done the three-minute morning, you're probably less likely to get up and dive into your phone. You're more likely to get up and open your Bible, or look at your calendar, or have a healthy breakfast, drink a glass of water. Now, again, there's nothing magical about those three items that I, I mentioned to you. There's nothing magical about Psalm 143.8. I just find it to be a very inspiring verse. You can choose whatever verse you want. You can plan your day however you want. You can do, you know, move time however you want. If you want to do sit-ups in bed, if you want to drink a glass of water, there's nothing magical about the things that I've chosen other than there are things that are simple, that don't require anything, and that I find inspiring. So the three-minute morning, great example of a domino goal. Now, what if there's something else that you want to do? So let's say you already do your three-minute morning. Maybe you already have a great morning routine that you do after that. You, do, you wake up, you do your three-minute morning, you read your Bible, you plan your day, you go work out, you are all set. But let's say there's other changes you want to make. You want to start eating healthier. Well, you could start getting overwhelmed with that. Like, well, I need to start eating more organic food, or I need to eat more protein, or I need to eat less dairy, or I need to eat less gluten. So many different directions you can go. And so many meal plans you could sign up for. And it can be overwhelming. So a domino goal in this instance would be something more like keeping a food journal. You don't have to make a big giant commitment to do a 90-day cleanse. But by simply committing to writing down what you eat every day, it will 100% change what you eat every day. You don't need to commit to change what you eat every day, but just the act of knowing that you're accountable to yourself will change the decisions that you make. If anything, just because you don't want to have to write down eight, five Doritos 12 times in a day. So that could be an example of a domino goal if you were wanting to eat in a more healthy way. It's simply the idea of wanting to see change in an area. But instead of getting overwhelmed by all the different ways you can do that, simply starting by focusing on that area and making a small commitment 
that has a domino effect. Because as you journal what you eat, you change the decisions about what you eat, and it gives you grace and space to start researching, oh, what would be the best way for me to eat this? Or I've noticed, I've noticed that I eat way too much, way too many carbs late at night. What's a healthier snack that I could find? Because sometimes when we just dive into some sort of, let's say, an eating plan, if we dive into a big structured goal system right off the bat, we don't always give ourselves space to figure out what works for us. And we don't figure out what is going to help us build new and healthy habits. We're just following this plan. But by doing something like tracking your food, you're able to be consistent, you're able to see change, and at the same time, give yourself space to figure out what works best for you. So let's take it in a different direction. Let's say you wanted to be a better mom. Well, goodness gracious, you could go so many directions with that, right? You could read a million books, you could take a million parenting courses. But a domino goal for that area could be something simple, like I'm going to spend five minutes just looking in my children's eyes. Okay, that can sound kind of creepy, but just having a face-to-face, eye-to-eye conversation with my child, just making space for them, really listening to them. And then the five minutes after that, praying for them based on what I learned about them in those five minutes. Now, that can be while you're playing together. That can be while you're chatting over a cup of hot chocolate. Uh, I don't, depending on how old your children are, obviously this could look differently. But just the idea of getting to know your child, listening, and then praying through that and asking God for insight and wisdom. You could read a billion parenting books that will never be as beneficial as really listening to your child, investing in relationship, and then bringing all of that to God in prayer. It's a small thing that has a domino effect on the way that you parent and the way that you understand your children. So I don't know that I did that particular goal as I parented my children when they were younger. Uh, It's not something that I really heard about until they were a bit older. However, I did in their eighth grade year, uh, each one of my children homeschooled for their eighth grade year. and, And I don't have any I don't have any twins or triplets, so they're all different ages. So that means that for their eighth grade year, I had them all to myself. And I will say this wasn't a super intentional thing. It's sort of something that happened with my oldest, just wasn't enjoying. She transitioned from private school to public school or or Christian private school to a giant public school. And and, and it was in middle school and just wasn't loving it. And so I rather offhandedly said, would you want to homeschool? And I did not expect her to say yes, because she's very social, but she did. And we decided to homeschool then that next year, which was her eighth grade year. And the beauty of the eighth grade year is that they are old enough to, you know, be fun and interactive and and rather self-sufficient and yet young enough that they still think you're cool. They still want to spend time with you. So it was really just the perfect year for me to be able to spend one-on-one time with each one of my kids. And I just feel like in that year, I got to know them so well. 
I got to understand what really makes them tick, what overwhelms them, what inspires them. It was not a perfect year by any stretch of the imagination. Their education that year, while we did work through specific content, was probably lacking compared to what they would have gotten in actual school. Um, However, the relationship that I think we built over that year was truly invaluable. You don't have to pull your kid out of school and homeschool them for a year to get that. But the idea here is just that, that five minutes, just the listening, just the focus, just the investing, just the idea that your child knows that you care and that you are, as Sally Clarkson says, and I love this quote, she says, we need to make sure that our children know that we are their advocates and not their adversary. So all that to say, for us, that homeschool year was a domino goal. I feel like it has had residual effect for years and years. My children, I have two in college and one in high school right now. And I just would never want to trade that year that I had with each one of them. And like I said, you don't need to homeschool your kids in order to make that happen. That was the only year I homeschooled my kids. Other years, they went to private school or public school. Um, But by simply being intentional for whatever period of time that you have, and I believe, frankly, that the more consistent you can be about it, the better. So I think that you could get more out of five minutes of intentional, purposeful time with your kids each day over the course of a year than actually pulling them out of school and homeschooling them for a year. So it it is that consistency and that intentionality that I think is so powerful. So that's another example of a domino goal. Another example that you've probably heard of a million times is the idea of just making your bed when you wake up. When you make your bed, when you wake up, suddenly your room is feels tidy. You feel like you already accomplished something. It's the idea of stacking wins early in the day and small wins. Usually making your bed, depending on how you make your bed. You know, I don't make my bed like so that you can drop a quarter on it and it bounces. I just pull the comforter over. But once you do that, I'm like, oh, I made my bed. My bedroom looks tidy. And then I'm more likely to pull my water cup off of the nightstand. And then my whole room truly looks tidy. And then I walk into the kitchen and I'm like, well, I just made my bed. I just cleared off my nightstand. So this cup is definitely going into the dishwasher instead of into the sink. And as you stack those small wins, as you have those domino wins throughout the day, it just helps you make better and better choices. So it's not necessarily the importance of particularly making your bed. It's the idea that it is a simple goal that you can set that has a residual effect, just like there's not a ton of power in knocking over one domino, but when they're lined up one after the other, you can do amazing things with it. All right, friends. So what is a domino goal that you can have in your life? What is an area that you want to work on that you feel kind of overwhelmed by? And what is something you can do to make progress in that area? I think a rather universal domino goal, no matter how you're wanting to grow or what area of your life you want to work on, would just be journaling. And 
That could be journaling where you just wake up and write out your thoughts on a particular area. That could be journaling where you maybe have a checklist of things you want to at least think about each day. I would minimize the commitments that you make when you're beginning this process because the tendency there would be to have a commitment that I'm going to journal and I'm going to do this and this so I can check all the things off. But then if you miss a day, then you kind of don't want to go back to the journal. So the idea here is to make it easy to journal every single day. So it could just be writing about how you feel about a certain thing each day. So if you are wanting to grow your business, it could be journaling, what action did I take yesterday to grow my business? What did I post on social media or how did I connect with the customer? What was the income that I made? Or if you're wanting to grow as a cook in your home, it could be, what are the new recipes that I tried? What new recipes do I want to try? There's a lot of power in just journaling. And that is, I would say, a universal domino goal that you could have. So no matter what area of life you want to grow in, no matter what goals you eventually like to pursue, if you want to begin making some quick progress in that area, just commit to journaling about it. Keep it simple. You don't have to write five pages. You don't need to have it be eloquent. It can just be off the top of your head. There might be things that you want to think about each day. You could put that at the front of the journal. These are the things that I want to journal about each day. But it doesn't have to be a complicated thing. So if you're not sure where to start, start with journaling. I'd love to hear the ideas that you come up with. If you want to share those on Instagram, you can tag us at, at Hello Mornings, and I'd love to hear what kind of domino goals you discover and that you create for your life. All right, friends, I hope that was helpful for you. Now, if you want to dive more into goal setting, I would love to invite you into our Hello Mornings Academy. It is a monthly community where we have a different topic each month with a dedicated workshop a workbook, and a daily podcast to help you grow. And we go through a curriculum throughout the course of the year to help you learn and grow in a consistent manner in the areas of God time, plan time, and move time. If you want to check that out, you can go to hellomornings.org forward slash academy. Or if you just want to download our three-minute morning kit just to get started, you can go to hellomornings.org and click the start here button. Now, if you're enjoying the Hell Mornings podcast, I would love it if you leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the show. Now, my name is Kat Lee, and I'm so grateful that you've joined me today. And I hope I've inspired your mornings so that you can begin waking up for your life and not just to your life. I'll see you on the next episode of the Hello Mornings podcast. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet. Aside this time for you, I bow before the throne of a noble king, and in this place my heart begins to sing. It's gonna be a good day, a good day filled with His grace, His grace and sweet
This song is called God Day by Jen Stanbro. You can get your copy at iTunes, Amazon, or jenstanbro.com. Thank you.